Welcome back, Cuzzies, to another episode of the Coaster Cuzzies Podcast. If this is your first time tuning into the Coaster Cuzzies, this podcast is where two best friends talk about roller coasters, theme parks, and shenanigans. Your hosts for this show are Coaster Bro and Theme Park Stud. On today's episode, the Cuzzies and Jeff go on the next leg of the Great Cuzzies Road Trip. Today, we're going to be making a stop in Des Moines, Iowa, and visiting Adventureland and all the local eateries and attractions. So stay tuned and listen to that Cuzzies in your ear. All right, Coaster Bro, how you doing this morning? Fucking delicious. How are you, man? I'm good. A little tired. We are recording at 7.47 a.m. Central Time. And uh, yeah, we're we're a little tired, I think. But we're live. We're here. You're doing a early, early version of Coaster uh, Coffee Coaster Bro, I see. Mm-hmm. Got yeah. my coffee mug from the store. Go to coastcoaches.com slash store. Now you can get a sweet coffee mug. I know this is a podcast. And you can't see the mug. But if you know what the logo looks like, you know what the mug looks like. It's pretty dope. Pretty dope. Fun fact. Who, who do we have with us today? I don't know. You don't know? My name is Jeff. <laughs> My name is Jeff. <laughs> we got Jeff, in the we got Jeff back, man. And you know what I have to say about being up this early? Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> don't we all? <laughs> yes. Yeah, so we were. We had some late nights. I think you worked last night. Is that right, Jeff? And then no, no, oh. I just. You just don't wake up. Early. My life is a train wreck. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. Well, I'm just glad that I think theme park said, said this earlier before we started recording, but who in this room thought they would get up before 8 a.m. to just talk about Des Moines, Iowa on, in, in a podcast? Well, here we are living dreams. I never living. thought that. I never <laughs> did either. But we're here. So let's jump into the great cousin road trip. Woo-hoo! Leg two. If you didn't see, yeah, if you didn't see last month's episode of Kansas City, we're now officially hitting the road here and going, what, three, three and a half hours north to Des Moines, Iowa, which, going to be honest, not going to be as easy as Kansas City was for us. But we did some research. We've been to Adventureland. Well, Jeff hasn't, but um, Adventureland is a great park. So we'll talk all about that. But before we do, I do want to bring up a side trip um, because I think next year there's going to be a new amusement park opening up in Iowa. And I have to at least mention this. Um, This might be the last stop of the road trip. Now that I think about it, as we come back to Kansas city in six years and this park is no longer new, (laughs) but uh, the lost Island amusement park um, is going to be opening up, I believe next year. And um, it, kind of joins with the lost island water park which has been operating um you know for many years in iowa and i forget the city this is in so one of you would look it up <laughs> that'd be fantastic but uh i know it is east of des moines maybe an hour two hours or so so it's got a little bit of a competitor. Uh, waterloo iowa thank you waterloo <laughs> iowa you know the place And um, it's really exciting because they have basically purchased some old rides from other, other amusement parks. One of them being Canonan, Canonan, 
which used to operate at Leesburg in Sweden. And this is like an Intamin, like a very small Intamin launch coaster with a couple of inversions. And it's honestly, it's been on my bucket list for a while. And it's just hilarious that it's now left Sweden and is just going to be planted in the middle of Iowa. So I think this coaster alone is going to make the trip worthy for us to go and check out this amusement park. Um, now they're also going to have a wacky worm for Jeff. Yes. Um, wacky worm enthusiast here. Um, and then they're also going to have an SLC. <laughs> so a Vacoma SLC probably be rough, not going to be a great ride, but it is exciting to see that there's just going to be a giant SLC in the middle of Iowa and this is actually from a park in South Africa. So they're going to open up with three coasters, <laughs> three coasters, and who knows what else in the upcoming years. But one thing I will say is the water park actually looks pretty themed for a, you know, middle of Iowa water park. So they have some pretty good slides there. They have like a water coaster, a funnel slide, a toilet bowl, and... They are famous for the Lost Island Mermaids, where they just have permanent meet and greets with mermaids, and that's like a huge deal. They even have like their own Instagram page. Yeah, I heard I, I heard Iowa was known for their mermaids. Yes, many mermaids. <laughs> they swim right up the Mississippi, kind of flop across the land for a little bit, and then <laughs> land so in a sl- water park. Slightly going. overweight. <laughs> <laughs> probably so <laughs> probably well, so it's the I mean, it's, like, it's they have a they have pretty rough winters so they definitely gonna need to put some poundage on to survive the winter yeah don't, i mean you do want them to go extinct or something can confirm that works that tactic <laughs> <laughs> dirty bulkin baby dirty bulkin but that's just a little a little look into what's going to be going into um lost island don't want to give it a whole lot because it's not open yet and who knows maybe it won't open but it's looking promising they're um they've repainted the coasters i think they're all pretty much up at this point and um now they're just doing the infrastructure and getting the theme park ready so with the theme park and the water park and it being so close to adventureland iowa is now it should be on every coaster enthusiast list in my opinion so um, pretty exciting times for the middle of nowhere, America. <laughs> All right. But that's enough of the Lost Island theme park, water park, whatever it is. It's time to go to the main attraction of Iowa. Whoop. And we're going to go to Adventureland. And Jeff, do you have a little bit of a history about Adventureland? Yeah, I did. I uh, took took a look uh around because honestly i don't know a whole lot about the park and like you said i've not been myself uh but did learn a couple interesting little tidbits um adventureland resort is in altoona iowa and it is a family-owned park that opened in july of 1974 a year after worlds of fun actually Uh, and according to park operators the disney company assisted with some of the early park planning uh, true to Midwestern style, the park's opening was delayed due to a due to tornado damage, actually. Uh, and then a few years later, hilariously, they named one of their roller coasters the tornado, a wooden roller coaster. Very uh, nice. 
One of the park's more notable recent additions, The Monster, was the first Gerschlauer Infinity Coaster in the United States, opening in 2016. Uh, the park has billed that it features over 100 rides, shows, and attractions, with the Dragon Slayer soon to join, unfortunately. <laughs> we'll get to that in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> and that's uh, that's kind of the, the, the quick the quick history we're looking at with them uh, to, to kind of explain that last little comment that I, I see, I've not even ridden one of the roller coasters. I had the opportunity once and I'm the only one of us. Well, no, that's not true. Casual Kyle uh, skipped it with me and sat and watched Matt lose his glasses. That's right. On the 40, it wasn't a free spin, but it's the Zach spin, the Intamin version of, what's yeah. going into adventure on this year and man did you not miss out yeah those it those sucked. types of coasters just do not get me excited yeah i'm almost <laughs> to the point that i even for the credit i probably wouldn't ride it man at one point i do want to bring up from uh, your history lesson with this jeff is the hilarious comparison whenever you walk through the gates of adventureland you think have I been here before? Because it is exactly modeled like Disneyland. So you walk into the front gates and then they have their little, the A train is what it's called, the train station on top of a hill. And then you can either go to the left or the right of the station and you go through Iowa's version of tunnels. And then you're in like this eerily similar Main Street kind of feeling. And then there is like a Main Street USA but without a castle. So they have a few shops. They have like a bingo hall. And they're playing like off-brand Disney music on occasion. I was going to ask if it's the same soundtrack, but like somebody's playing it on a recorder. <laughs> it's basically that. But it's like sixth graders on a recorder. You know, it just doesn't sound good. <laughs> but uh that's one of my favorite like comparisons when you walk in you're like gosh i've been here before somewhere and it's totally basically what happened is there were people from disney that helped them set up their entrance so kind of um i think that's one of the funniest bits of their history for sure all right but we've kind of started talking about the rides so we'll keep that going um and we'll start with the 2021 new addition that is going to be coming to the park and it is the dragon slayer the sns free spin that will be s sort of taking the place of their old dragon looping roller coaster which um and i think it was 2019 we saw the beginnings of the removal and that was its last operating season but it's not really replacing the land of dragon it's kind of off to the side a little bit which is um kind of a funny use of um the name to be the dragon slayer is just going to be kind of off over there while this main area of the dragon is still untouched <laughs> but this is going to be an sns free spin which as we all agree and have never ridden one it's gonna suck <laughs> it's mm -hmm. it's like i can't be excited about it i know a lot of people are like just be gracious that they're getting a roller coaster and a new ride but i I personally will ride it once for the credit, but I don't think I'll ever need to ride it again. I'm not going to like it. <laughs> I'm not going to like it. Uh -oh. Park said, if we go this summer, are you going to skip it? 
Uh, I think it's going to depend on my mood. See if I'm how I'm feeling, but I know what I said that. Do? I know I said that earlier, but I'll probably ride it. Just get it. Just get the credit. <laughs> I mean, I would just want to rope drop, hit it, and then never worry about it again. Yeah. Don't but wear don't wear glasses. Don't wear glasses. And I, I do think it will be better than the Zach spin that was at Magic Mountain. Um, at least how people talk about these rides. Yeah. Yeah. But I just I, my, my main gripes come from me being old and a lot more set. Like I can't do backwards anymore on a ride without getting nauseous. So that's my own problems. Can <laughs> confirm as you threw up next to me in a boomerang. Yeah. <laughs> but no, not in the boomerang. I waited until the ride finished. <laughs> that's right. You're very polite. <laughs> and then we also saw a new ride recently in Adventureland that popped up, and that was in 2019 with the Phoenix, which is a Maurer spinning coaster. So um, theme park stud, if you remember the spinning coaster at Waldemere, <clears throat> it is a very yeah. similar, if not exact ride. Nice. So yeah. wasn't I bad. Mean, wasn't the greatest, but yeah. hey, it's a spinning coaster, which like the only time you ride a spinning coaster and you're excited about it, I think is time traveler now. Mm. And then, all the others are like, eh, you know, they're okay. So, but I am excited to ride it. It's another credit, and this will add two new credits since I last visited. So, um, yeah, this year I would I would get three. So, yeah. Dragon Slayer, Phoenix, and I'm assuming it's the next one again. Talk about, yeah, Monster, which Monster. is the premier roller coaster in this park. Monster, the Gerslauer Infinity Coaster. 133 feet tall, five different inversions. And whenever we first rode this ride, I kind of thought it was going to ride similar to like a Eurofighter, but it totally kicks a Eurofighter's ass. There is um, so much hang time on this thing. Like there's literally trim breaks into inversions to make you feel hang time and, you know, just kind of hang while you're going through a slow inversion, which is very wacky. Um, don't see many rides doing that, but I have seen Monster sneak into like people's top fifty, top tens, even. Um, a big jump, sneaking into top fifties, top tens, <laughs> like. top tens. I think those are just like you know Instagram accounts from Iowa that sneak it in their top ten. But honestly, if I, you, gosh, you none of you guys have ridden Monster, but. Nope. I have seen pictures of it. It looks like it's a damn party at night. Oh yeah, yeah. The uh, the light package on Monster. I haven't seen it in person, but I've seen many videos, and it looks very good. They're, basically, the lights will follow the train, and it's just changing different colors as it goes through. And it's uh, that's I cool. hear it's quite the spectacle, which makes me Sounds think like we need a night ride. That's what I'm saying. We need to do like a weekend trip to Des Moines, Iowa, after we. So we've done all this research. So <laughs> we'll check we need out. to do an actual trip after a virtual trip. Yes. <laughs> and then hit take six years away from our life and just go. <laughs> Be fantastic. But I was saying Monster. I think I would put Monster if I was ranking above all Worlds of Fun roller coasters. I do think it's, it's that good. So it looks um, pretty cool. I, I'm yeah. I'm excited to ride it. I was hoping I was looking at my my count and I'm 
I'm at 295. I was like, damn, I was hoping to kind of make that 300. Yeah, I feel like that'd be a decent one to put as mm. my 300. There's a kitty coaster in Kansas City that could make you one closer. One closer. <laughs> I wonder if there's like an FEC somewhere in Des Moines that would have another kitty coaster and we could just drag you through kitty coaster shame <laughs> on the way to 300. <laughs> All right. And then there's also three wooden coasters there that all are very different styles, pretty unique. And the first is the 1993 edition Outlaw, which is a Custom Coasters International coaster. And it was made by Mike Bruley, um, who later went to start GCI. So while this is a Custom Coasters International coaster, if you look at it, it very much looks like a GCI. It kind of rides similar to like an early beginnings of a GCI coaster. And it's a lot of fun. I know theme park stud, you were a big fan of this ride when we first. Rode. Yeah. I really liked it when we went and that was back in 2012, I believe. Um, when we went, might've been 11. Uh, I remember having long hair. Yeah. It might've been 2011. I think we were freshly 21. Yeah, we were. Yeah. <laughs> um, so it's been, it's been 10 years. So um, I'm curious yeah. to see how it rides now, but it was a lot of fun back then. I really enjoyed it, and I was really kind of shocked how much I liked it. I remember it had like a bouncy, a bounciness through it, like the the airtime was just like, like you were literally yeah. bouncing through the airtime, which was kind of funny. Um, but yeah, it's a solid ride, and if you are a GCI fanboy, um, to see the first kind of almost prototype, even you could call it, of that t- that style of layout. Um, you got to write outlaw. And then we go back to 1978, the tornado, which um, Jeff referenced in his history lesson with us, uh, named after the tornado that took out the park and they had to rebuild while they're building it. So I didn't know that. And that's a pretty funny name for yeah. but But it's just an out and back. It's generally a smooth ride. It, it looks like it's rough, but it's not. Um, the biggest complaint is that it doesn't do a whole lot. It just kind of goes out, turns around and comes back. But you know, I am a sucker for a smooth out and back coaster, even if there is no airtime. So criticism. Cool Sorry, go ahead. Oh, you're good. I was just gonna say, it'd be cool if a world's a fun name, something uh, named a ride after something that damaged the park. So we could have a ride just called the Cedar fair. <laughs> or, or just like, um, what, what would you call the era of 2009 to never getting a new coaster? The coaster <laughs> drought. Yeah. They just put in an SNS free spin, something like that. And then, okay, so the last coaster to bring up is uh, what's added in 1996, and it is underground. It's also technically a CCI roller coaster, and it's a coaster dark ride. So if you've ever ridden Fire in the Hole or um, what's the one at Dollywood called? Uh, Blazing Fury. There you go blazing fury this is like a budget friendly version of those types of rides um so it's pretty unique i always recommend riding it i'm actually excited to rewrite it because i don't remember a whole lot about it except for like a creepy animatronic in the queue line <clears throat> that was about it yeah but, i was just checking i don't like i mean i wrote it but i don't i don't remember it that well even looking at the photos i was like it's, it's not coming back to me on that one yeah so we gotta get back i mean you haven't been there in 10 years i haven't been there for five or six Jeff's never been there. We got to get up there. There's no excuse. It's very close. 
for us. Say, I'm looking around the, the ride list, and it looks like they've got a, a decent selection of uh, children's coasters as well for any of our listeners who've got uh, little ones. Uh, the, the kids' rides do seem to have a pattern of having what appears to be giant googly eyes that are mildly terrifying. And a special shout-out to whoever named this one ride. It's just called Infant Ocean, which sounds like some weird offbeat horror movie, but it's just a kid's boat ride, I promise. <laughs> It's the boat ride for infants, which probably shouldn't be a thing, but infant ocean this <laughs> summer. <laughs> Wonderful. Yeah. And to bring up some other rides at Adventureland that are worth riding, um, they do have a 260 foot tall windseeker like attraction, which <sighs> is called Storm Chaser, but it's like a smaller version. So it seats about half as many people as a normal um, windseeker would. And um, you get a really nice view of corn and the lows across the street. <laughs> and, um, you know, all the rides in Adventureland. So that's and definitely worth riding. If you, if you squint really, really hard, <laughs> you can see Kansas City. That's right. And then they also have one of the best sky rides that I've ever ridden. Um, and the reason is it goes, it goes from the front to the back of the park. And they literally cut out the trees to where the cars can fit through and make its course. So I remember being able to kick trees on the um, on the ride, which, by the way, Coaster Cuzzies does not endorse kicking trees. But, mm-hmm. you know, well, if you wanted to, yes, <laughs> uh, you could do that. And then the Sawmill Splash is also worth bringing up. Um, it's a very unique ride that I think is only really at Six Flags America, um i can't think of any other place that it is but you get in this little raft and it's kind of like a water slide with a minimal amount of water and as you're going through the slide or the trough or whatever you'll call it they have like these moments where you hit like these mats and it immediately makes you start spinning um so it's, it's a pretty unique ride you don't get like super wet on it or anything but it's definitely one to check out when you're in the park And then I must bring up the Adventure Bay Water Park because when you go to Adventureland, it's very easy to say, let's hit the credits, let's go on to the next park. But if you really want to make like a full day out of it, their water park is spectacular. So they have a couple of places. They have Pirate's Ports Pool, which is where Theme Park Stud and I spent a lot of time. Um, It's basically their swim up bar where they serve a lot of delicious drinks that we'll be talking about a little bit later. Um, And they also have the Caribbean Cruiser, which is a lazy river. And I do believe you can bring your drinks into the lazy river, which is very Iowa. I think we did do that. Yeah. When we were there. Yeah. Um, They just allow it. So (laughs) uh, definitely something to check out there. And then they also have Typhoon and Bermuda Triangle, which has kind of an array of different pro slides. Um, which is the slide manufacturer that makes some of the best water slides in the industry. If you ask me, they have a couple of um, one is like a tantrum style where you go in and there's like a funnel in the middle of the ride. And then you keep going through. Um, And I just remember their water park being pretty good. They have some mat slides. They have a a pretty big, what's the style where it's just a really tall slide and you just drop a drop slide. I guess so, but it's not like a drop capsule. Uh, just, just a, it's just like a, it's just like a speed slide essentially. Yeah. 
So they have a couple of those that are pretty solid. Yeah, they were pretty fun. Yeah. I mean, it's just a surprising water park. And since we've been, I know they've added like a wave pool and um, a couple of other slides. So I think it's, um, I think if you go to Adventureland and you like water parks at all, you should definitely spend a couple hours in there. I was kind of known for their aquatics. Uh, they have a lot of cool, um, big kind of little, well, not big, but like smaller, but pretty big size for like a city's like water park style. I've seen some pretty cool ones spread around in the park. I mean, at the park, the state. So Iowa, they love to get in the water and they love the water parks. And the one I mentioned, it was a lot of fun. We, we had a great time the day we went. It's kind of cold. It was like, it was Labor Day. But, yes. um, and it was like, I think a high was like 65 degrees. So it was a little chilly, but when you get, when you find that drink special, ooh -wee. all right. So now I'm going to take it away here and, uh, kind of talk about the food options at Adventureland. Uh, got a few earmarks looking through, it looks like they've got a good, uh, variation variety of options. Um, so I kind of picked out either some of the more unique or more kind of focused on the sit downs. Uh, available to you if you're wanting to slow your day down um, but there are a lot of good food stands through the park um, I'll start with what appears to be my favorite uh, it's just the the stand looks like a pig and it's called petunia pig and uh, I mean how can you not love that that's that seems to be about as midwest as it gets if you're going to a park did they paint it? It used to be pink and now it's black, it looks like. Yeah, I was going to say, I clicked on the actual uh, park food menu uh, or options on their site. The pig is black, but when you click into the menu, it's pink. So I can only see, it looks like it's got some kind of sponsoring, which probably influenced uh, Petunia's uh, wardrobe change. So, uh, uh, that, oh yeah, it's some sort of pork. I see. Betterpork.com. Yeah. Yeah. No free ads. Yeah, I prefer lesser pork, but uh, anyway. Um, so their their menu options, it looks like they've just got a small handful of things there, but sometimes less is more. Um, we've got bacon on a stick, which, I mean, what more do you need? Uh, they also have a handball on a stick. Okay, that makes me want to throw up. The okay, what is a handball? It's a ham and pork meatball. Uh, and actually, uh. I mean, if you're wanting to, like, if you're previewing for a visit at the park, uh, a couple things to shout out about Adventureland. First of all, when you click into their food section on their site, the uh, special dietary needs option menu is first thing there. So if you have any uh, dietary concerns, make sure you check in on that first and they'll help kind of guide you towards where your best options for food would be. Uh, my favorite, hold on real quick. My favorite thing about the dietary needs is, uh, you know, usually dietary needs are like allergic or gluten-free or vegetarian, but they have a section there that just says healthy. So apparently these days in Iowa, healthy is a dietary need, not just something that should just be the norm, which is funny, which obviously makes sense when you got items like bacon on a stick and a handball on a stick. <laughs> right. But to uh, I'm pretty to, sure those are not under the healthy section of the dietary needs, right? Uh, to kind of go against, uh, as far well, not really to go against, but my other point that kind of impresses me about their site is when you go and look at each of the menus, 
each of the food items has a full list of the ingredients involved. So just in case maybe the, the, the dietary needs section missed something or there's something else that you're trying to avoid that isn't listed, uh, you have full access to the ingredients listed uh, for each menu item. And that's kind of weird, but I, I'm here for it. Um, the, the last thing that Petunia Pig features is bacon popcorn, which it looks like it's prepared in bacon fat and has bacon crumbles in it, along with some other seasonings. This so, is the place to go if you love pig. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then they got they got pig uh, Reese's candy bars where they just put little pieces of pork. No, they don't. The, that'd be cool. <laughs> I'd, I'd try one. That's the you next even, step, though. You could buy a pig when you're there. Just take it home with you. <laughs> I'm at least going to go a monster. picture with Petunia when I go, regardless of what her wardrobe is at that point. It is an iconic stand. Yeah, sure. yeah it's pretty cool. That's pretty neat. Um, the second place I'd like to give a shout to uh, is the Chicken Shack, um, touted by the park site as one of the most popular uh, eateries in the park, featuring great meal deals on... You guessed it, chicken. Um, we've got uh, strips. Actually, they've got burgers as well, but uh, chicken breast. They even got a veggie burger in there uh, and then sides and some other stuff. Um, looks like a nice little sit down if you're craving some chicken. Oh, they got rooster balls too. Do they? I'm looking yeah. for. No, they don't. Oh. I'm just I'm trying to I'm trying to see like what's believable or not. I guess uh, rooster they could have rooster balls and they would know. Yeah. Yeah, That's like, They have Dragon Slayer sauced tenders which looks to be the newest added item. Oh. Uh, oh, they so they've got homestyle waffles here but they don't have chicken and waffles as a menu item. So I guess if you want chicken and waffles you're going to have to order the waffles separate. They haven't heard about the south yet. Yeah. <laughs> chicken and waffles is delicious right that looks pretty good though uh so yeah chicken options uh chicken check um and then we have the uh the outlaw gulch saloon which is kind of the looks like a good general like sandwich and meat eatery meatery um (laughs) uh they also have like cheese curds and a lot of like onion rings sides and stuff um they also again, chicken and waffles there so if you if you want your chicken and waffles you got to go to outlaw gold <laughs> saloon not the chicken shack and for your picky toddler they've got nacho cheese sauce <laughs> and cooking oil apparently yeah <laughs> cooking oil is, <laughs> is literally cooking uh... oil it's <laughs> on the menu <laughs> I can under I can understand listing that, and here's why. A friend of mine's kid is allergic to peanuts, and for some random reason, I went to go eat lunch with them someplace, and I knew that they fried their uh, French fries in peanut oil, so I made sure to let them know that. Is that Five Guys? No, it was uh, <laughs> uh, Penn Station. Nice, but close, close enough. Um, but yeah, so that, I mean, I, I get that being on there because um, something, especially if somebody's got a soy allergy, because soy oil is another common frying agent. So, um, but yeah, Outlaw Gulch. Nice. 
Uh, and then for the sweet tooth, uh, we have the Main Street Creamery, which That's is going to be your uh, your ice cream option. Uh, have you did you go? Yeah, they had a really good. I, I remember the ice cream being quite delicious there. Yeah. Did we get ice cream when we were there? Uh, no, it's the time I went without you. Okay, you ice cream. I was going to say, looking through their menu, they've got a lot of uh, like pastries and stuff too. Looks pretty good. What is the chocolate and rover? What what is that, Caleb? Uh, Costa Bro, do you recall no, what a chocolate and rover is? No, no, I don't. That is. I feel like I have to pull this up now. Hang on. Uh, uh, Stand by oh. while we Google a chocolate and rover. I don't even yeah, see this I, on the menu. Where's it at? Yeah, uh, what? it's it's on a uh, it's like page three, I think. I'm scrolling through here. Uh, let's see here. Sorry. Uh, uh, Google. Because now I, now I have to know. We can edit this part out. <laughs> or we can just keep the part in where I say we can edit this out. While you're, while you're doing this, they have mini donuts, which is like a cult following as well. The River City mini donuts are supposed to be pretty delicious. Nice. Okay, so looking it up, it's actually just like the the special chocolate dip that they like. You, they drop the waffle cones in, so it, it hugs the rim of the waffle cone. Hence the Enrober. What a weird name. All right. Well, that answers that, and that's mildly disappointing. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but yeah, lots lots of great sweet options if uh, you need to resolve a sweet tooth. Uh, Main Street Creamery. Uh, and then moving on for the, uh, the the reason you all are here, the adult beverage yes. options. Before you, before you go any further, I do want to point out that Adventureland is weirdly one of the best drinking parks in America. I don't know if you would agree with that theme park stud, but once you I see mean, these, have you, I mean, yeah, we got... Looking at them right now, yeah, it looks like I want to go here and get some drinks. Like you have Epcot and then you have Adventureland. That's that's about where that's about where I rank my drinking parks. So uh, I can't wait to go a little further into this. And uh, similar to their other menu items, uh, I'm sorry, other menu options, uh, they've got a they've got all the all the drinks listed on their site for each place, and there's a pretty hefty variety i would say for an amusement park um the, the first one i'll give a shout out is to the uh and i apologize if i mispronounce this the rothskeller beer garden um german themed little beer garden area with a nice little patio seating um looks like a nice relaxing place i've got some tvs going in there uh but uh let's see if i can count it up here we got three four five six seven eight nine so 18 uh looks like specialized german beers in addition to uh a bunch of domestics listed below that and some other stuff they've even got some snacks on there i feel uh, like this i feel like this menu might be a little out of date since they're advertising oktoberfest 2017 on here <laughs> uh so, <laughs> so they, they may have different beers on tap this year <laughs> right I mean, it's. I imagine it's probably not a far cry from that. Maybe they'll they'll scale it back if they're not in an event a bit. But still, I imagine a lot of those domestics are still going to be available. 
pretty pretty wide selection for anybody looking to add an extra touch of relaxing to their day. I will uh, say, like one thing that impresses me about this restaurant is like their options of beer containers. So they have beer flights. We get three nine ounce pours for eleven dollars. They got one liter souvenir boots that you buy the souvenir boot, you get the boot. It's fifteen dollars, and you can refill that liter boot for nine bucks, which is uh, a bit of a game changer. There, I was gonna yeah. say that's that's a lot of that's a lot of beer too. Yeah, yeah I love getting my beer. I want a I want a liter of beer. Well, I want a liter yeah. cola. Name that movie. That's uh Super Troopers. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it is. Yeah. But hey, I'd rather have a liter of beer than cola. So yeah. you could you could literally get two liters of beer for like how much? Twenty four bucks. <laughs> Plus tax probably. And Not you bad. get to keep the, and you get to keep the boot. Yeah. If but it if fits in your cabinets at home. Yeah, but if one liter is too much for you, they do have a 24-ounce souvenir mug that starts at 12, and those refills are $6. So mm. that's probably the sweet spot where people are kind of uh, going into. But And also, if souvenir mugs aren't your thing, you always just get a normal 24-ounce large beer for $10. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, I kind of like how they have the different options. Hang on just a second, because I'm trying to figure out me. Okay. Uh, for some reason, I thought a liter was also 24 ounces, so that was going to be kind of funny, but it's not. A liter is 33 ounces, almost 34. So I don't know why I had to look that up, but the more you now, know, now you know you are actually getting uh, probably at least 25% more beer if you go with the boot. So I, I think that's how the math goes. I don't do math at this early of the day. I don't do math most days. So, uh, yeah, Rathskeller Beer Garden. Good work, guys. Uh, next, moving on to the uh, Iowa Beer and Wine, as it's titled. Um, it looks like we've got similar vessels here, uh, but it looks like they opt for a lot more of their uh, local breweries, craft beers and stuff. Um, looks like a lot of good options. Uh and some look uh, like it'll also show the uh, percent alcohol uh, for each drink. Uh, and some of these guys creep up into the mid 7%. So uh, if you really want to enjoy your day, crank out a couple peace trees, no coast IPAs. That's your, if that's your thing. Oh yeah, that looks good. I love a grapefruit IPA. So when we go, I'm going to get a boot of freaking grapefruit IPA. <laughs> for for fifteen dollars uh, at seven point five. That's and then you know I'll just be doing cartwheels down Main Street USA. <laughs> yep, and uh, they they actually have a decent selection of wines as well. That it looks like there's uh, six options there um, for uh, fruit flavored, white, and red. So if you're a, if you're a vino, I am not. But if you are, those are also an option. And they do have flights as well, similar to the beers. Oh, a wine flight. That sounds dope. Three four-ounce pours for $14. I have no point of reference to know if that's a deal or not, but you're also in an amusement park, so probably not. And then one thing I do want to bring up, too, uh, eventually it does a really good job just, like, naming their food and drink after rides. So mm -hmm. they, they actually have the Monster Frozen Cocktail, which 
would not be my cup of tea, but I do know it comes in like a fun souvenir glass and it's this monster green and some people say it's delicious. Yeah, I was going to say, I can't remember. Oh, it was a whole separate thing, actually, I believe. But uh, it seems to be the theme in Iowa is alcoholic slushies because another place I'm going to give a shout out further along in the show uh, features something similar. And I was almost wondering if that wasn't like a monster energy drink frozen cocktail. I so don't believe it is. But so if your name be... is Kyle, uh, you know, <laughs> don't punch any walls. Yes. <laughs> Great uh, Kyle so joke. That, yeah, nailed it. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, well, that's uh, Iowa beer and wine. Uh, the last call I'll give is over in the uh, water park, uh, the Sandbar, which is a, a swim up bar with a lot of fruity beverages uh, of adult nature. And actually, uh, looking on their site, there is, uh, if you need to abandon your children, the Pint Size Pub, which is a children's swim up bar, which I imagine features less alcohol. But the, thing, the thing, I, thing I love about the water park and the sandbar, you know, we were talking about the one liter boot. Well, they offer a 42 ounce souvenir hurricane glass. So it's <laughs> any, any of the signature cocktails or frozen drinks. And it starts at $30 and refills are 20. I don't know why you would need a refill after that. But <laughs> I was going to say, if you're still upright for the refill. If you're trying to get absolutely fucked. You want to get shit face drunk. In the water park for fifty dollars, they got you covered eventually. For an additional ten dollars, they'll take you uh, up in their first aid golf cart <laughs> back to your car, <laughs> so you can take a nap. Uh, oh uh, yeah, and uh, a lot of uh, they've got margaritas here as well. So uh, if that makes it worth your while to make the trip over to the water park by itself, margaritas. Do you get why I say this is margaritas. one of the best drinking parks in America? You can get fucking shit-faced, like, easily here. <laughs> there are so many options where it's like, huh, should I take shit-faced one option, shit-faced two option, shit-faced three option, and uh, gosh. Why not and all three? Why not all three? And I remember Theme Park said we actually spent a ton of time at this bar we on did. our visit. Um, so we went on, what was it, Labor Day weekend? It was Labor Day itself. It was the last day yes. the water park was open, and they had a, they had some great drink specials, and we started trying out drinks we've never had before. And I granted, we were twenty one years old, and it was our first time having a Moscow Mule. Yes, yes. Uh, and then we had, then we have one of the souvenir, like not souvenir, but like one of the themed drinks, like to some of the rides. I know. I I drink the Outlaw, which is Jack Daniels, triple sec, and lemonade, and a little bit of soda in it. And I thought that was pretty fucking tasty. I love that. Yeah. I don't remember what I got exactly. And I don't remember anymore, but. By the was... way, these were $10 drinks. Weren't they just, they were trying to get rid of the alcohol and it was two fifty. Yeah. We got it for like two fifty. Yeah. Yeah. It was stupid. <laughs> uh, you know what? You know what I'm feeling here? We need to give a shout out to uh, It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia and establish some sort of amusement park related weight blocks challenge. Oh. Maybe name, name it the Coaster Bro and Theme Park Stud Challenge. It's way box style. It's <laughs> my favorite. That's my favorite, my favorite episode of Always Sunny. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, actually, one more <laughs> little call out about the Sandbar is uh, they've also got some some snacks there. And actually, something I'm noticing when the prices are listed on the site, uh, it's pretty reasonable because they've also got some sandwiches there for uh, five dollars and fifty cents, which 
really to me isn't all that bad for a sandwich. I, and now I'd have to see the sandwich to make sure it's not like a quarter of a actual sandwich, but I don't imagine that it is. It looks like they're a pretty fair place as far as servings. So, uh, but that's not what we're there for. We're there for the, uh, the 42 ounce hurricane. So, but yeah, that's, uh, that's our food options with Adventureland food and drink. So, uh, Lots, lots to eat and drink. That's Boys, Iowa, sure. baby. We need to go. Need to go. I'm totally down. And then before we completely get off of Iowa, I do want to bring up that they have an event coming up in September called Poolooza, which might be the best event of any amusement park in 2021 as their water park will be open and Shaggy will be having a concert there. And um, It wasn't him. It wasn't him. But that is something that I do still secretly want to go to. <laughs> For sure. Awesome. Right. Well, shoot. We, we need to talk about Des Moines itself. We've, we've talked about everything that the park has to offer. And now the hard part of what the hell do you do in Des Moines? <laughs> but we have some answers. We went to a, a Facebook page that helped us, um, you know, do a little bit of research um, that's Adventureland themed. And some of the locals gave us some, some, some leads and uh, theme park stud, man. What, what is it you found to do in Iowa? Yeah, there's, uh, there's a few little hidden gems in there um, that I found and I thought was pretty neat. Uh, number one, we're going to go with like a free option. So, you know, you just spent a ton of money on buying uh, the hurricane glass and then got a refill so you're kind of nursing a hangover you spend a ton of money on the food and drink at Adventureland. so why not enjoy a nice relaxing time and looking at some art and there is the papa john sculpture park and i'm not talking about the racist pizza company um <laughs> <laughs> we are talking about this uh this couple i think it's john and mary papa john i i could be totally wrong uh, but it basically is. it's called the papa john sculpture park and it looks pretty cool it's a free free emission um it's open from sunrise to sunset and uh they have like over like 30 different sculptures around the park and uh, so if you just want a nice relaxing day to you know kind of keep your legs a little active and uh nurse that hangover from Adventureland, and uh i think this is a good option for you plus it's free so why not I'm just stuck on the idea of walking into a park and there's just 30 statues of Papa John. <laughs> One has like Peyton Manning shaking his hand. <laughs> One just holding a pizza box. <laughs> One is staring angrily at Shaq. <laughs> yeah, Papa John's big in Iowa. <laughs> um... I think I that would like, actually be better, by the way. I mean, this, this <laughs> sculpture park looks great, but a Papa John 30 <laughs> sculptures. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I'm sorry, theme park stud. I lost No, it. you're good. You're good. Yeah, um, <laughs> sticking on kind of the relaxation kind of, uh, there's also the Greater Des Moines Botanical Gardens. And this kind of looks pretty cool. It's kind of inside of a dome. Well, part of it's inside of a dome. And uh, so it's really educational and... Uh, you can see some cool flowers. So again, if you just want a nice little chill, relaxing day, I think the sculpture park in the morning or afternoon and vice versa, do the botanical gardens and get a nice little nature and 
nice relaxation day. Um, if you have some kids um, that aren't aren't going to enjoy sculptures and flowers, you could always take them to the Blank Park Zoo. Uh, so I did. Uh, I looked at some of the reviews, and it was highly reviewed. However, I looked at other zoos around the country, especially some that I've been to. I went to the Phoenix Zoo recently, and it was also ranked very highly. So, uh, and it wasn't really that good of a zoo. So I don't really know what to say on this. Uh, someone did suggest it in the, uh, in the Facebook group. Um, that's a good uh, thing to go to, but Hey, if you want to look at some animals, uh, yeah, the zoo has them. Uh, looks like they have a bunch of, uh, different animals, which that's a good starting point for a zoo is to have animals. <laughs> and at the very least they have a really cool entrance sign and they have a train. So yeah, definitely worth it. Do it. Uh, so Des Moines, Iowa, downtown Des Moines, uh, they actually have the number two ranked farmer's market in the country. So, um, if you want to get some healthy food or even probably some, just a bunch of random stuff there, probably a lot of, uh, cool bakery and, and, uh, food options. And you just want to eat your way through Des Moines, uh, go to a farmer's market. It's supposed to be, again, the number two in the, in the country, and you could support local farmers and local businesses around there. So I think that'd be a f fantastic option. Um, and I'm sure uh, Jeff's going to cover some of the other restaurants downtown and a few of the other uh, beer spots they have. So it's nearby. So they could always hit that up afterwards. Uh, and then um, if you want to be a degenerate, there's always the Prairie Meadows Casino and Racetrack, which is right, <laughs> which is nearby Adventureland in the Toonie. And I probably messed that up. Uh, tuna. A tuna. <laughs> a tuna. Um, and uh, yeah, they do horse racing there, and and you can just gamble your money away. So if you just want to keep the party going after uh, Ventureland, just head over to the casino and racetrack, and just keep the party going. I want to see how close that is to Adventureland because that is actually it's pretty I, close. Yeah, I love that. It's all like a great one too. Yeah, so uh, it's it's pretty close to it. And then one last thing I want to mention, and this is obviously uh, depending on dates, but if you happen to be in uh, going to Ventureland and in Des Moines from August 12th to 22nd, the Iowa State Fair actually takes place during that time. And you know, Iowa, it's it's a it's a it's a bunch of fields, and so you know they're gonna have a badass uh, state fair. You know those those you know, out in the country, Midwestern states, we have the best state there. So if you happen to be in Iowa or you're looking at planning a trip to Adventureland, I highly suggest, you know, doing it during that time because you're going to get a good option for the park. The weather's going to be good. And shoot, you're going to have some traveling credits too as well. One thing I do want to point out, going back to your Prairie Meadows racetrack and hotel and casino, you could literally stay at the Adventureland Inn or Adventureland Campground. And that is in the middle of the park and the casino. So it's like basically next door. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Other than that, there's not, there's, there's also a lot of like walking trails and hiking trails, but um, for that, there's that option too. Is that funny, Jeff? No, uh, uh, random thought. <laughs> you know how Kansas City ha either has or had all those just like random cow statues through the city that were painted? Now all yeah. I can imagine is that Des Moines has a bunch of statues above the job through the city. <laughs> just painted as like flowers and <laughs> a duck of Papa John. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's never going to get old. <laughs> 
I love that 10 minutes later in the show, you're laughing about that. That's <laughs> you're so, so mature. Dumb. I love it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, food, food man, what do you got for food to eat around Des Moines? Yeah. So special shout. Uh, apologies. I don't remember the guy's name, but uh, Coaster Bro was mingling among the Des Moinesites. Uh, yes. asking for their recommendations for the area. So I, you know, rather than going to Google and just see what's rated well, I like to hear what the people think specifically. Uh, so pretty much all of these recommendations come from his interaction with uh, said Des Moinesites. I don't know if that's a thing, but it is now. Um, so kind of the, the one that popped up the most, I would say was Zombie Burger. I've kind of vaguely heard of, but never been to one. I'm looking around their menu. It's it looks to be a a, a zombie apocalypse themed restaurant with uh, name names to match for all the menu items. We have some uh, <laughs> featured items like the undead Elvis, which is a sandwich involving peanut butter, fried bananas, bacon, uh, egg, cheese, and mayo. Which, if that combo is for some reason your option. Uh, you, I don't know if you should be allowed in public. Anyway, I know, uh, uh, I know, I have a friend that uh, goes to Des Moines a lot. They have a, their best friend lives up there, and all the time she's like, you, "We need to go out there. You need to go to Zombie Burger." She raves about it, and yeah, uh, and it's it's one of the best like must do spots in Des Moines. Yeah, and it, I mean, most of the sandwiches do look pretty good. Just that one stuck out to me as a why. <laughs> <laughs> It very much reminds me of like a Vortex burger. Okay, yeah. I almost uh, said Voodoo burger, but yeah, Vortex. Yeah. Vortex, which is well known in Atlanta. This kind of looks like their fun version of Iowa zombie burger. And they have shakes too that look actually better than the burgers to me. Um, yeah, they had, uh, let me get that pulled up. Uh, they have like a sugar rush, which is, has like cereal in it. Actually, yeah, most of them have cereal in it. So it's like Hertz Donuts. <laughs> yeah. So those I look don't know good. how I feel about that because I'm not the biggest fan of Hertz. Fair enough. Anyway. <clears throat> but eh, it is what it is. Um, I'll move on to the next. Uh, the, the main guy I was reading from who was given a lot of options listed like six Italian places. But the, the one I kind of picked out just because it kind of had an interesting name to me was uh, Latin King Italian, which I, was ex- I wasn't I was expecting it to be fine dining, let alone, I, I thought it was going to be like a hole in the wall, but this is like a full upscale place looking looking at the pictures and the menu that we've got. Um, wow. I mean, there's, there's going to be a lot of nicer options there. There's not really pricing listed, so I, I can't really help out there, but usually fine dining is going to be upper, but if... For some reason, uh, your trip out to Des Moines uh, also is a maybe a date trip. Uh, this this might be an option for you, and I'm always down to get down on some Italian. So it, it looks like a pretty good menu. I'm Italian. Yeah, <laughs> as Italian as Papa John. Actually, I, I actually I am Italian, bro. Well. Oh. Sorry, I didn't. You want to get down on me? Just yep. <laughs> you it's just said like you're that. always ready to get down on Italian, so. <laughs> yeah. Well, I guess it's time to 
time to put my mouth where my words are. That, that's weird. Yikes. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> Yikes. Uh, anyway, moving on. Um, <laughs> one of the places that you'll see uh, actually featured at Iowa Beer and Wine, uh, the Exile Brewing Company has their own uh, own own place to eat and drink, uh, try out craft beers, uh, and they've got a patio to do it on, which is nice as well. Uh, that is the Exile Brewing Company, and uh, they have actually a pretty expansive menu of food. Uh, looking around at it, it looks pretty good, and it was pretty well rated. So, um, highly recommend checking that out if you're wanting to try more beers outside of a park uh, and get your grub on. Exile Brewing Company looks like the place to do it. Um, and then the, the last two options I have here are going to be a bit more expansive. Um, they're going to be kind of if you're out and walking and just kind of exploring Des Moines, if that is a phrase that occurs to you for some reason. Um, the first being the, the Court District neighborhood, um, which, let me get this pulled up, has a, a number of food options. Uh, just kind of some some shouts that show up here are uh, Fong's Pizza, uh, El Bait Shop, and the Royal Mile. But it looks like kind of a nice little downtown place to to wander, uh, check out some shops while you're out there too. Um, and then kind of a, a cousin to this looks like the East Village, which looks like the place you're going to want to go if you're wanting to do a bar crawl. I so, do want to do that. Yep. That, that looks to be the place and it, it looks like a nice uh, casual place to do it too that, that looks like the main focal point for nightlife in des moines as far as i can see you know outside of adventureland where the drinks are flowing right this would be the set this would be the alternative if you're still upright by the time you're done with the park. <laughs> <laughs> they do accept horizontal drinkers if you come from adventureland awesome <laughs> Yeah, and that's so. That's kind of what I have for Des Moines. Um, lots of lots of great little options. I, I wouldn't mind a trip out here, to be honest. All right, now that we know all things Des Moines, all things Adventureland, there is one more piece of the puzzle we had to complete here, and there is a little tiny amusement park up near Lake Okaboji in the northwest section of the state, and they have a little park there called Arnold's Park that I do want to highlight because it is definitely worth the credit stop. Um, it's not a whole lot more than a credit stop. There is some stuff that you might be able to do um, around the lake because it is kind of around Lake Okaboji, which it's, it's what it's called. And there's some activities to do around there, some, um, some restaurants and that sort of thing. But as far as the park goes, we have the Legend Roller Coaster, which is the premier attraction at this park. This coaster was built in 1930, and kind of within the last 10 years or so, they have completely redone the track. So I believe I visited maybe somewhere around, I don't know, somewhere between 2010, 2012, something like that. And I got to ride this coaster in the part, it was like half and half. So the first half of the ride was just like newly redone, and then the second half was like jackhammer rough. <laughs> so that was kind of an interesting experience but assuming that all the track is done now i'm sure it is actually a great attraction um, just kind of sits right on the lake it's got a classic look to it 
and um, it's definitely worth checking out. And they also do have a kitty coaster there from Myler called Little Coaster, and adults are not allowed to ride, but I have read and this is how nerdy I am on multiple occasions that if you talk to park management and explain that you are a coaster enthusiast, they'll let you ride the kitty coaster. So if you have no shame, give it a shot. But I say skip the credit. <laughs> um, for rich people. Yes. So I decided to skip the credit myself. But since I have gone um, in 2019, they actually added a new coaster there. Um, it is a Herschel Wild Mouse which I don't even think you guys isn't that what, uh, Isn't that what uh, the exterminator at Kennywood is? No, I don't think that's Herschel. Herschel, the track kind of looks like it's just travel and like like a travel coaster and that it would fall apart at any second, if I'm being yeah. honest. Interesting. Okay. So I, I don't think you guys have ever ridden I know I haven't. I haven't ridden a Herschel Wild Mouse before, but um, it's like a very small park, budget-friendly wild mouse is what it is. Yeah, looking at it, that's just kind of the the generic roller coaster tycoon to wild mouse coaster. Yeah, from that's kind of what it, it feels like. Yeah. <laughs> and then there are a few other attractions worth riding. Um, during my one visit to the park, we did ride the Ferris wheel, and you got really nice views of the lake and the park. So I do recommend riding the Ferris wheel. And then they do have um, the Tipsy House, which is like a kind of walk through, what would you call it? A fun house, basically. Um, and there's like a couple of those. They have like a, a mirror maze that you can go through and just a lot of smaller attractions. <clears throat> um, if you had kids, there's kind of more attractions to ride as there's a lot of kid rides at this park. But this is more of a stop in, get the credits. You would easily be done in an hour with everything that you want to do. And then just kind of go on with your trip. But in case it was like the end of your day and you were looking for some stuff to do in the evening, I do believe Jeff has a few uh, honorable mentions around Lake Okaboji to check yeah, out. Yeah, I do. Uh, kind of one for each part of the day. Uh, I'll kick off with uh, with lunch. Uh, if you go go here before you check out the park, it looks like and this, the menu actually looks really like this looks like my favorite place of the the food places I've looked so far is called the, the Okaboji store. Um, it's kind of, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um, like the menu is not, it's kind of more Ooh. of a, more of a modern look, but um, again, prices aren't listed, but some kind of some things that stand out to me. Uh, first up is a menu item called the chicken and French, which is uh, fried chicken breast, French toast, bacon and maple syrup just on a platter it looks like so rather than mm. chicken and waffles you got chicken and french toast which i would totally be down to try Same. um i mean it's pretty simple but uh not a combo you see everywhere um and then their their house burger looks pretty it's called the store burger uh it's got gruyere cheese uh sauteed mushrooms caramelized onions their special store sauce and crispy onion straws i would get down on that burger uh, I'm looking at pictures of this place. It looks like the Iowa party spot. Like it's it, on the lake. The burgers <clears> look <throat> delicious. You just you can drive your your boat up and just like get a meal. Like it looks it looks popping to be honest. 
Yeah. And looking at another picture, like right above their kids menu, it looks like to keep your kids busy, which is unique to a restaurant. They've got just like a bucket of Legos they'll drop off to keep your kids busy. Like some places let you color on the table. This is a little more uh, sophisticated, I'd say. (laughs) Um, With our Lego bricks. Yeah. Stop talking. (laughs) Stop kicking. Yeah. But lots of drinks, a patio area. And it's like Costa Pro said, right on the lake. Um, And then they've got some good drink options. Uh, The blueberry lavender lemonade, while that looks good and sounds innocent, uh, also looks like it uh, carries some Stoli blueberry vodka in the mix. So I'd I'd give that a shout. Uh, Mm. But yeah, uh, the Okaboji store, highly recommend. And that's like if we if we go hit up Arnold's Park for an afternoon, that's that's going to be a priority for me to, to check out. This looks uh, better than Arnold's Park. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this, is, this is outside of the park, of course, though. So, um, Next up on the list for the nightlife, uh, Barefoot Bar at Okaboji. That's a good casual hangout with lots of great food and drink options, including, as I mentioned earlier, these are the adult Frosties I was referencing. Uh, served in a souvenir cup. Uh, it's $8.00. Uh, and there's a, a number of options there, uh, leading off with the frosé, uh, which is frozen rosé, I guess. Uh, and then some other, there's one called the pain in the ass. So that's probably what I'd be down for, but yeah, lots of great options, lots of mixed drinks. Uh, it looks like a lot of their stuff is also served in a souvenir cup. So I'm wondering if similar to, uh, Trader Sam's, if they might have like specialized cups for each of the drinks, that'd be really cool. Or if they're just kind of generic. This looks like the party. This looks like the party. Yes. It looks like spring break. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) You look at a picture of this place. They have like webcams. You can like watch what's going on. (laughs) (laughs) I want to watch these Iowans party at the Barefoot Bar. Um, and then, so that, that covers kind of the nightlife one. Um, and then to recover the next morning, you're staying out in the area. Uh, looks like the, the, the donut spot to hit is Wyman's Spud Nuts, uh, which has, looks like some pretty good donuts, not like, uh, gimmicky ones. I mean, there's like stuff like the maple bacon and stuff, but the, like, even like just the plain old donuts just look really, really good. Uh, and look to be reasonably priced. Um, so, if, and, and it looks like they're pretty well rated on their coffee as well. So, uh, if you're needing a place to pick you up the next morning before you ship out of Iowa, Wyman's Spud Nuts. And then, uh, one thing I also want to bring up um, that Iowans love any high V foods, Chinese food, uh, the high V grocery store is what I'm talking about. It is. People love it there. And then the Casey's General Store, you got to go to Casey's General Store and get their pizza. <laughs> and actually, a bit of trivia, uh, I think Iowa is Hy-Vee's home base, I think. I know I know Iowans that got married and like Casey's and Hy-Vee catered their wedding. What? Like, yeah. Casey's Pizza and um, yeah, just Hy-Vee food from, or Chinese food from Hy-Vee. Just a shitload of fried rice. <laughs> yes. <laughs> It's like a big deal there because like people are from small towns, you know, a night out might be going to Casey's and getting a pizza. Yeah. 
When in Des Moines. Well, one thing that this episode has taught me is I want to drink beer and I want to do it in Iowa. Yeah. In high volume. In high volume. I think I think for sure we need to do a uh like a little maybe a little weekend trip or two day trip up to up mm. to Iowa. I don't know if we'll get up to Arnold's during that time, but definitely spend some time in Des Moines. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I do definitely want to do that. Like that, let's just lock it down now. We're going. We're gonna make that happen. The and we got we got to get up there, man. We got to ride the new coat. We don't have to ride the new coaster, but we got to get the new credit. <laughs> and um, we have to leave Adventureland on a stretcher. That is the goal. I thought it was a golf cart. Well, you'd be on like the back of a golf cart, like you know how like at amusement parks they have like the golf cart and then like the stretcher. Yeah, that's fair. To get through the midway. That's kind of what I was referencing there. Yeah. But um, I'm sure they have Uber. Yeah, I'm sure they do too. All right. Well, that's the show. I hope you loved Iowa. The next stop on our amusement park road trip is going to be in Minnesota. We're going to Minneapolis. That's right. That's the home of Mall of America as well as Valley Fair. So uh, that's going to be a packed show. And there is a lot of fun things to do in Minneapolis. Sleeper City. Um, I can think of a bowling place that I love that we're going to be talking about for sure. I'm pretty sure that Juicy Lucy's going to make an appearance if Jeff has anything to say about it. Absolutely. But just a little something to get your taste buds going for next our next uh, road trip episode. But- Minnesota is the first place I had Jimmy John's. So it holds a special place in my heart. <laughs> Wonderful. Please do not bring up Jimmy John's as, as a food <laughs> option. You have to go to Jimmy John's. That's where I went first time. Actually, there is, there is one Jimmy John statue in Papa John's Park. <laughs> is he just like on a shark naked? Is that? Yeah, he's, he's, he's standing statue? with his trophies. Oh, so bad. All right, guys. Well, thanks for listening. If you like this show, you're going to like our other shit on other platforms. So make sure you check us out on Instagram, Coaster Cuzzies. We are also on TikTok. And you can find us on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter. We've been getting pretty active on Twitter, Smack Talk, and other, other podcasts. So you got to be a part of that conversation on Twitter. If you're not following us, what are you doing? You know? And yeah, what are you doing? Also, give us a shout on Clubhouse. We're on there as well. And don't forget to rank the podcast. Rate the podcast. Don't rank it. But go on Apple Podcasts, go on there and be like, yo, Coaster Cuzzies, they are a five-star establishment. We love them. They say fuck a lot. Give them five stars, you know? Real quick, just one more addition uh, that wasn't mentioned. Got a pretty lively Discord going, too, if uh, conversation is your thing, active conversation. Yes. I'm, I'm be a- I love chatting with the, the bunch that we have. And that's for our hardcore fans. So if you are a hardcore fan, Shoot us a DM, say, yo, I want to be a part of that conversation. We have fun. We talk about food. We have a Scrambler's own only <laughs> subject where we only post about Scramblers and um, how good the Scramblers look. You know, you know what I'm talking you about. You don't have to be lonely at scramblersonly.com. <laughs> you don't have to be lonely at Scramblers Only. <laughs> I'm going to drop that in that chat. Yes. Anyway. That's it. I hope you liked it. Yes. Thanks for joining us on 
the second leg of the great Cuzzy's road trip. I love all you fucking guys. <laughs> we are two two legs of a thousand legs we have left. So we got six more years of this. So here we go. <laughs> Buckle in, bitches. Anyways. <laughs> Anyways, thanks for joining us. You know what to do, America. Stay fly. Stay.